Attention listeners, the MFAP podcast features adult language and numerous spoilers. Listener discretion advised. Today on the MFAP podcast, we watch 1986's The Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2. So get yourself a piping hot bowl of chili. And enjoy the show. What's up everybody? Welcome back to the MFAB podcast, also M-Fab. known as the Movies from A to B podcast. As always, I'm your host, Aaron, joined by... And I'm Gavin. And I'm... Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> you, you had the <laughs> cough mug. I'm Gavin. And, uh, there's something witty in here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you said joined by. Usually you always say something different. Anyways, moving along. Yeah. All right. Thanks for joining us once again today. It is a B-side day, so this is Gavin's choice. Gavin, what you pick? What's the title? Of I'll course. Get the beats. You know I picked 1986's Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2. Yes. It is directed by... Okay. Is this... The Toby? amazing Toby okay. Hooper. It is Toby Hooper. Uh, for some reason, I just yes, want to read is. that as Tobe. So, all right. Toby Hooper. Tobe. <laughs> we'll call um, him Tobe. Tobe. It stars Dennis Hopper, Carolyn Williams, Jim Sidow, Bill Mosley, and Bill Johnson. Fucking Bill Mosley. Yeah. I, I will have some things to say about him throughout throughout this. So Oh yeah. Yeah. We did Devil's Rejects, didn't we? Yes. And yeah. House of Thousand Corpses too. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh see. So you know who Bill Mosley is. Yes. And I knew okay. right away. And this is a very young Bill Mosley too. So oh yeah. Of if course. your introduction to him was like me in House and Devil's Rejects. He's a little older then, so even though I didn't physically recognize him at first, I knew it was fucking him right off the bat. Yeah. So he projects himself. He's very yeah. this is who I am, you know? Yes. He's good at what he does. Yes. That's why I fucking love love that man. Yeah. All right. Um, curiosity though, why did why did we pick part two? We haven't done the first one yet. <laughs> <laughs> because this is my favorite in the series. That's why we picked it. Okay. All right. Fair enough. <clears throat> my favorite so far. I mean, I I was hoping I wouldn't be a little lost on this. I have never seen the first one. I mean, it kind of susses itself out right in the beginning. Yeah, which was nice. So I mean. If you want we can start from there. Yeah, so we take, gotta take that segue and roll with it, man. That was beautiful. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Until you cut me off, just kind of jumbled the whole thing up, and now I look like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving along. Well, uh, the story starts out as like uh, the story so far. Essentially, we just get a text roll with uh, pretty much everything that happened in the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre with opening credits. Yeah. That caught me up pretty quick so yeah and i've kind of i've seen enough clips from the uh, the og i kind of know what it's about what happens at the end so i wasn't too lost yeah it's pretty straightforward it's you know they pick up a hitchhiker they get brought to a house they die (laughs) that's one survivor so it's pretty straightforward okay you know this is one of the first things i wrote is this is horror like the music that played oh, right at the beginning, yeah. The pretty much the theme song of the fucking movie, going along with the credits and the you know, right after that text roll, it was fucking that screams 
you know, this is horror to me. This yeah. is fucking like quality eighties horror. Yeah. So that made me really happy yesterday when I was watching it. Yeah. And, uh, after we get through the text and the, the credits, the opening scene, I, within about, I'd say 30 to 45 seconds after that, um, you know, it's the eighties. My first note oh, is, yeah. all right, it's the eighties. <laughs> the two fucking college douchebags in the car and then did you get any of what was going on like as far as time wise and like other characters uh what do you mean so like that, i i understood that, they were on their way hook and horns is from it's what, hook, it's, Omaha, hook, it's hook um horns like hook em horns okay so this takes place during the annual Texas versus Oklahoma fo- college football game, which is known as the Red River yeah. R- Rivalry. So, yeah, they're oh, obviously okay. Texas fans. Yeah. So, yeah. Hook em horns. Yeah. Hook em horns. I, just thought it was a, I always thought it was hook and horns. <laughs> no. Well, look at that. I'm teaching you something about well, you know, hey. you really enjoy. <laughs> yeah, the one football related <laughs> yeah. thing in the yeah. movie. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't stand these two guys in that opening scene, though. Oh, God, they were fucking cunts. Yes. They were your stereotypical fucking douchebag, like, preppy, yuppie assholes, you know? Yeah. And what it's was it, tech- Rick the Prick and fucking Buzz? Well, I didn't even want to know their names. I just wanted them to die. But well, it's Texas, so they're driving, and most places where hoodlums would play mailbox baseball can't do that in texas of course not yeah they don't use bats they use their second amendment right yeah you're born with a gun in your hand (laughs) so yeah i i have written every baby comes out with a derringer (laughs) (laughs) probably i say they're shooting out signs and mailboxes on their way and then they keep uh harassing this radio dj the beautiful stretch stretch who right. i don't remember I, her name in the movie it's vanita vanita yeah but they just call it a stretch. weird name yeah yeah so and she works at like this rock station k-o-k-l-a coca-cola coca-cola Coca-Cola. well oklahoma yeah so, which makes sense yeah um as they're calling and harassing her they meet up with this truck and they play a little chicken with it yeah these guys are just generally being fucking pricks like oh there's a truck let's play chicken with it you know and they run the truck off the road and real dickhead move yeah few minutes a couple seconds down the line you know it's nighttime and they meet up with this truck again on a bridge this is while they're on the phone with the radio station again because for some reason i didn't understand that why the radio station couldn't hang up the phone yeah it's one of the few things that bother me about this movie yeah it's like she was talking to her like guy that works in the station lg she's like hang up hang up and he's just like they gotta hang up (laughs) darling but uh darling a lot yeah this uh this truck cuts them off and then they try to speed pass and the truck goes in reverse matches them speed for speed which i love the scene this is great um this reminded this scene reminded me of 
what was it? Fast and Furious Six. <laughs> Of course. Because of the longest runway ever in that movie. Oh yeah, this is the longest we did make fun of that bridge dude. ever. And you can't I mean, deny they got that. Some long bridges in Texas, <laughs> yeah. right? I guess, but a whole two to three minute scene long. I don't yeah. know. But yeah, they uh, they get attacked. It's a chainsaw attack. Well, a fucking zombie pops up, which is mm-hmm. fucking freaky to begin with. And then you kind of later after, you know, the fight's gone on, the zombie's head gets shot off and you kind of realize that Leatherface just has a body strapped to the front of him. Yeah. It took me a minute to realize that and like probably until he got the zombie head shot off and I was like, oh, it's a costume kind of. Yeah, kind of. You just strap a corpse to the front of you. (laughs) There you go. Instant costume. As long yeah. as you can handle the weight of a body. Awesome fucking kill scene right here, though. Oh, fuck yeah. He, well, he's chopping up the car, and then... <laughs> okay, I wrote this. Uh, eventually, Rick's like, come on, speed up, get going, Buzz. And he looks over, and Buzz got killed. So, yeah, Buzz killed. <laughs> that made me laugh a little while. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Just wrote uh, it down all snide and snarky. Yeah. Chainsaw right through the fucking like corner like of the head. Across yeah. His head. Yeah. So yeah, really good. He got really, buzzed. Really good killing core. Um, his name was Buzz. I'm sure we'll bring it up more as we go on, but um Tom Savini did makeup. Fuck yes, he did. Yeah. I and, skipped past that. I even wrote in big letters Savini. Yeah. <laughs> so you know. I, I know from learning from you if i ever see that name in a movie like it's gonna be top notch he is a master so um this is some of his personal best work the makeup he did on grandpa was some of his favorite i mean i saw that in the trivia yeah yeah well in the book makeup monsters and what was it mad men i have a whole book on just like practical effects artists and he has a whole section in there he talks about it too yeah. That and uh, the was it uh fuck Friday the Thirteenth Part Two okay was also one of his favorites yeah. as yeah. far as like makeup goes so we'll have to do that one that's Baghead Jason okay yeah. I have them all so we'll get to them nice. all right after this uh, kill scene we meet uh, the kind of hero actually the biggest star in this movie we meet dennis hopper's character oh of course uh lieutenant uh enright yep lefty and he's kind of investigating this murder car crash scene which was what we just witnessed no and the other cop who is you know kind of telling him to fuck off is like Hey, we know this is 14 years ago. Your family got killed. So his niece and nephew were two of the main characters in uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1. So that's a little point. He's like, oh, for revenge, you know, they killed his family. So, yeah. He's, I take it, not focusing on any other case, but this one. He's (laughs) he's an old cowboy who's like, I'm going to kill the motherfuckers who killed my family since they're still out there. His suit was fucking nice. Oh, pristine. Yeah. 
that's that uh fucking texas charm though you got to wear the fucking nice suit with the matching cowboy hat and everything oh yeah, oh, yeah. all right um i've never had a good experience in texas either <laughs> i've never been there so well i got we got pulled over for speeding i think twice in texas and then uh had a flat in groom texas which has the northern hemisphere's largest cross oh, is in <laughs> is in groom texas Jesus. and we got you know a flat there on a sunday so that was a hell of a time trying to get that shit fixed while everybody stared at us because we look different <laughs> very very fun experience but hey they got waffle house so you can get diarrhea so why not <laughs> nice. all right so uh, after we meet Enright, we cut back over to Stretch. Um, she's one thing I want to point out yeah. real quick about uh, the radio station that we kind of skipped over mm-hmm. is it is a radio station, but in the bottom half of the radio station, they straight up sell guns. It's gun shop. Is that what was underneath there? Yeah, that's, I must have missed that because they had the radio station name on top, and then on the bottom it was like gun shop. <laughs> Okay, I must have missed that then. Because, yeah, I was wondering why like they had to go up like two flights of stairs just to get to the booth and stuff. Yeah, it so. reminds me of places in Wisconsin where it's like, hey, come here and buy fishing bait and guns and use cars. Yeah. <laughs> also, we have a liquor store <laughs> and cheese. <laughs> so, yeah, she goes and she sees Enright has an article in the paper about asking for more info. So she's like, hey, I got this tape. Uh, you should hear it. Yeah, at first he's all like, you know, fuck you, I'm doing this on my own. Which, you know, he's doing the stereotypical like, I don't need no help. Like especially from a woman. Which, <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> sweet little filly like yourself just gonna get herself hurt. Yeah. Leave this to the man fuck. After that, I just have written down LG and this delicious looking fry house. Oh yeah, I love his fry house. <laughs> When Stretch comes back, he's like, oh, I built you a fry house, darling. Because <laughs> he but, seems like he's kind of like, you know, half mentally there. He's from Texas. So, I mean, it's. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, I have up? to say, I love looking at the background characters and then like just making you think everybody from Texas is just dopey and dimwitted. <laughs> Every background character, like, the the owner as we'll see the owner at the chainsaw shop the people oh we're getting to that yeah yeah, the chili cook-off yeah lg like they're all just these dim-witted dopes well they're the you know straight up true grit fucking dim-witted dopes (laughs) you know i got reminded of fucking spongebob when they're trying to make sandy who mr home who was from texas and spongebob takes the shape of texas and he's like patrick what am i and patrick's like oh stupid and he's like no <laughs> no i'm texas and what's the difference oh my god yeah. well, at least Excited. we're not the first ones bashing yeah. on texas hopefully we don't have any listeners from texas but if we i do, mean i hope we do and i want to apologize and say <laughs> we are pro we we're pro people we like your barbecue Fuck yeah, your barbecue's delicious. Oh, yeah. Oh. All right. Speaking of barbecue and, and food, next scene here is the chili cook-off. Oh, yeah. Where we meet 
I don't get this. We 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 see this dude's name, Drayton Sawyer. Drayton. Yeah. yeah. But he's listed in the credits as Cook. Oh really? Yeah. Like huh. see his fucking name. So he yeah, wins the chili kickoff uh, for the weird. second second year in a row or second or third year in a row. And they want to know his secret and he's like, It's all in the mm. meat. <laughs> I got a good eye for prime meat. Yeah. And I love that. You know right off the bat, like, all right. This guy's clearly evil. Yeah. So well, I mean, if you look at the chili <clears throat> in top of the like trophy where they pour a bit of his chili in there. Yeah. You can see like a finger sticking out of the fucking side. Oh god. <laughs> like all hardcore. <laughs> Texans like, too dumb to notice. Not, there's a straight finger. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> really bashing on him. We love our Texas audience. Yes. It's all in good fun. Yes. I'm sure if there's a Texas version of, you know, our show, they'd rip on Wisconsin too. So Oh yeah, we were up on fucking Wisconsin shit. Yeah, we were up on everything. Yeah, there are no boundaries. We hate no. you all. Yes, you all hate us, and we equally love you all. So. all right. Exactly. Um, after the chili contest, we see Enright at the chainsaw shop, gearing up. This is like kind of a lame ass gear up scene, but this is before you know. Yeah, it really got uh, exploited in certain movies. Or yeah shown to be better in certain movies he doesn't even talk to the owner he just throws down a stack of money takes three chainsaws and swings them around (laughs) yeah i love it when he's sampling the big one though and the old guy in the background is just literally creaming his pants watching him do it (laughs) yeah (laughs) like i did not understand why he was getting off so hard on watching an old guy saw up a log (laughs) There's probably yeah, some yeah. undertones of something in there. But. So Stretch goes back, meets uh, Lefty. We'll probably call him Lefty from here on out. But uh, oh yeah, I'm definitely calling him Lefty. He wants her to play the tape on the radio. Sawyer it seems like a bad idea. You know, it, it does. But I I see his intentions of why, and it works because Sawyer hears it. And uh, well, he gets a call in his uh, roving meat truck, yeah, from someone, and they're like, He's like, I'm listening, I'm listening, I'm looking, what channel? And he finds it, and he's like, Oh, shit, well, you guys fucked up again, you fudge packers, you, you kill me. <laughs> I thought that was funny, he's fudge packers, but then I was like, Oh, yeah, this is the 80s, yeah, that's so. Then we go back to the radio station, Stretch gets this mysterious phone call, nobody on the other end. Uh, they hang up. Oh, which... I got in here. LG spits indoors way too much. He spits just way too much in general. But I mean, Hawk and Loogies and just like right on the floor inside the place you work, you know, seems a little fucking unsanitary and disgusting. But it's Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Isn't it all unsanitary? <laughs> I'm sorry. Jesus if you're going to set me up for something, I'm going to knock it out of the park. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right you get so much hay bale oh i know i love it <laughs> all right so after the phone call there's some mysterious noises that she hears she goes to investigate and uh that's strange. when we meet one of the best characters in the entire film yes uh 
Chop Top. Music is my life, man. Yeah. And this is Bill Mosley's character. I don't have the creativity to describe this character good enough. It's just a, you got to see it. Like just well, he's got a Sonny Bono wig on. He's mm-hmm. wearing like a fucking straight up hippie vest. He's like clearly been to numb or says he's been to numb. Yeah. One and or he's the other. Extremely pale. Got a bunch of buttons and patches. Yeah, he's super fucking pale. And he fucking has this hanger with him. A hanger and a lighter that he's yes. always carrying, which I love. Yes. He You want to kind of talk about that? Yeah. So with this hanger, he lights he's got a lighter he lights the tip of this it's an old metal hanger he lights the tip of this metal hanger the abortion kind (laughs) yeah and he'll scratch his scalp and then like lick it or pick something off of it and eat it picks pieces off of it and eat it yeah yeah and i'm like what the fuck like this is just shit that bill mosley just does so well just creeps you out yeah he can put on this fucking just weird ass fucking creepy persona and just make you uneasy, you know? Yeah. And yeah, so well at it. And he's just kind of creeping her out, wants to buy some airtime. And then he's like, I've never been in a radio station. I'd like a tour. So she just starts showing him random shit. And she's like, there's the door. You can leave. That's the end of the tour. Get the fuck out. And he like goes to leave and then comes back and. Ah! Leatherface attacks. How did that the... get you? It it got me. Right. I, I wasn't like, ah! you know, <laughs> like you know, somebody would jump when the recording starts. But it was like a little like, whoa, there he is. It throws you off though, right? You don't yeah. expect him to like. <clears throat> I mean, the shots really good too. Yes. Because you know, it's just like the dark room. Suddenly, like lights pop on. There he is, fucking full chainsaw run, ready to kill. Hmm. It's what's what's great about it. There's no musical tension behind it. No. So it, that's it. Really catches you off guard. But uh, he attacks, stretch, stretch. Um, she runs away, locks herself in barricades. Her. I couldn't figure out what this room was. Was it a freezer? Because there was like no. I think it was just like a chill room. Okay. Like litter type thing. Yeah. Because they had a cooler full of drinks and no. Yeah, but But like the door. That door, fun fact, if uh, you pay attention, that door is the same kind of door like in the first time you see Leatherface in the first movie in the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, he like comes out from a door just like that and like bashes a dude over the fucking skull and fucking you see his legs twitching. It's a very graphic death scene. Okay. But yeah, he slams that door shut and it's all like very cinematic that's fucking leatherface okay. so i thought that was unique to use that as like a barricade against him type thing you know okay yeah and his chainsaw can't get through it so there's a little hitch in their plan there but lg had left and he shows back up and he gets attacked by chop top with a hammer oh, he gets beat to fucking death yeah it's just brutal yeah. Um, at this point, Leatherface finds an, another way to get into that room. He just bursts through this apparently cardboard fucking, fucking wall. super tank <laughs> yeah. through the fucking drywall. <laughs> One way or another. I'm coming in. 
We did pass and, up one of the best lines in the movie, though, where Chop Top's just screaming, Dog Wheel Hunt! Get that bitch! Yep. I, I tried to write down a couple of what I thought were quotable lines, but I figured you'd have that more on lock than me. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, he breaks in there, and I got so fucking sick of Stretch's screaming. Like, I know everything in this movie's over the top, but like I was telling you before yeah. we started, like I feel like they just drug out scenes just so she could scream more. Oh yeah, dude, she she literally got paid to scream. Yeah, that's her thing. That's you she's know, she's good at it. I'll oh yeah, that. she does yeah. a great fucking job. So, and she looks damn good in those fucking shorts. Yeah, she yeah. was uh, Daisy very Dukes. attractive in them little Daisy Dukes. So, yeah. but uh, Leatherface isn't really attacking her he's more just kind of scaring her and yeah with the chain because she falls over the cooler and you know which is just filled with ice and drinks and he just kind of like fucks the cooler with the chainsaw yeah i have chainsaw scare her. foreplay written down yeah because he like yeah, he... drags it up her leg and puts it in her crotch and just like and the whole yeah. time she's being like uh who's good Who's good? Yeah, are you how, good? How good are you? Yeah, and I'm just like, <laughs> are they about to fuck? I mean, it's a right B horror movie. It wouldn't surprise me, but um, that would be a fucking. I mean, there is a porno called the Texas Vibrator Massacre. I have you heard of that. Face. Yeah, <laughs> I have owned it. <laughs> nice. Of course. Um, yeah, he kind of goes berserk and destroys the studio, but leaves her unharmed. Yeah, it seems like he's kind of sexually frustrated because yeah. he's probably, you know, with having a bunch of human faces sewn together <laughs> over his face, he probably doesn't get much action. Yeah. But I mean, he could. I love, I love his little dance that he does when he puts the chainsaw over his head. The, the fucking chainsaw wiggle, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Funny. my favorite. Absolutely. He goes, Leatherface goes down, meets Chop Top, and Chop Top's like, yeah, did you get her? Did you get her good? And he's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they just kind of take LG's dead body, leave, and... Well, yeah, that's good meat. You don't waste it. Yeah. Uh, they leave, Stretch kind of follows them and chases after them. Um, that's when we wind up at uh, Texas, Texas Battleland. Battle abandoned theme park i assumed yeah kind of all based on texas historical events so yeah like the alamo and Uh, the alamo yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh and that uh one um you're not supposed to forget it the alamo Uh, oh oh yeah (laughs) totally forgot yeah um (laughs) but uh she meets up with lefty there and Lefty in just like the creepiest way. Like you wouldn't think to like holler out the window, yo, it's me. No, let me chase you with my car for Yeah, no, I'm just gonna speed (laughs) after you and make it look like I'm gonna run you down with my fucking car. Yeah. But uh as he shows up and she realizes it's him, she falls into a trap. And trap door. Yeah. She winds up. Did this Texas Battleland remind you of anything? Mm. Of a movie we may have watched recently? A little bit of nothing but trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Very attention to detail. 
gadgety, trappy type dealio, yeah. Not so much gadgety, but a lot of traps. The traps, yeah. A lot of fucked up shit. Yeah. And this is why I referenced in that episode how, you know, the Sawyers are a lot like, yeah. you know, Volcavania crew. Yeah. and we'll, Because we'll, they have a similar living style, I guess. Yes, absolutely. So after she falls in that trap, Lefty suits up, straps chainsaws on his back. Yeah. And he grabs the big one and he goes in just I wrote down he goes in fully bricked. Because he was <laughs> like completely <laughs> bricked. <laughs> fucking he just starts to destroy us. What does he say? Uh um, bring it all bring, down. Bring it all down. Bring oh, you gotta you gotta yeah. talk about the scene right before he starts going nuts though, is when he sees that wall painting of uh it's based on that battle. Um uh what is it the alamo the alamo. okay oh yeah, yeah that one yep. so see, yeah 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 <laughs> you see blood dripping out of the mouth and he goes up and kind of kicks the wall open and like a mountain of fucking guts come pouring. oh out. yes yeah i forgot about yeah that was again great gore fucking top notch oh, yes yeah and then just goes berserk starts bring it all down. down yep the one thing i don't like about this movie that it's when i mean i love it but i hate it is how religious lefty gets at that point it's like suddenly he's like you know i am fucking the lord oh I'm yeah here to take revenge it's just like in uh devil's rejects when the sheriff there at the end i am the right arm of vengeance for the lord and yeah. i'm here to take kill evil and you know but i mean the yeah. high and mighty fucking it's texas <laughs> well yeah but i mean that goes for a lot of serial killer movies or a lot of you know yeah it's one trope i'm not a fan of but it's still i, I feel like it needs to be there yeah because it works absolutely all right so as that starts to go down we go cut back to stretch she wakes up after falling through this trap slide dealio she's in this gross ass dungeon it was like and... a smokehouse yeah and uh she kind of hides because she hears somebody coming and it's leatherface um he comes in lg's dead body's there and he starts carving the skin off and yep hanging the skin up carves a face off hangs that up yeah and uh this whole time i'm watching it, i'm seeing her hiding and i'm like oh there's like five crowbars leaned <laughs> slightly up against the barrel hmm she is definitely gonna knock those over yeah she couldn't possibly knock those over <laughs> no fucking doubt about it this is going to happen <laughs> yep and of course she foot slips clang 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 mother face <laughs> at this point you kind of realize he's got a thing for her he's yeah like, he doesn't want to kill her like he's about to kill her and she's like no no that's not good that's not good you you, you want to be good right you know yeah so he's like, yeah, be good. That's when he grabs LG's face and puts it over her face. <laughs> yes. Grabs LG's hat, puts it on her to hold the face on. Is, he, is this where he starts dancing with her? Dance with yeah. <laughs> yep. He spins her, keeps spinning yeah. her like 30 fucking times. He's got the fucking mind of a child and yeah. it fucking shows. Here's your classic oh, yeah. Texas. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, he dances with her. Um, uh, Cook Sawyer, whatever comes in, 
yells at him. He he ties her up, very kind of half-assed. Yeah. And leaves, shuts the door. That's a nice tie, actually. It's good for bondage. Okay. Uh, and then uh, as they leave, we see LG's not dead. No, <laughs> that is the worst. That is the worst fucking way to go, if you ask me. Yeah. Is to wake up and see like the chick you love wearing your face. <laughs> Can it? It was it was LG's thing though to spit. The first yeah. thing he does when he comes to no face, it's half a leg spit. missing. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, he's not going to be alive for very long. He kind of he frees stretch from the rope which yeah. was one of those scenes where it's like oh he's totally gonna accidentally stab her in the fucking back a bunch of times yeah because he holds his knife and he literally you know alfred hitchcock psycho just yeah moving it in that motion i'm like that's not how you cut a fucking rope bro <laughs> but then like right at the end he just kind of goes smooth and like cuts the rope. <sighs> it's like yep. oh wait i should be normal for a second hold on cut yeah. that rope all right now i'm gonna die yep and he dies she puts his face back on him right yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's at that point. But, uh, I think he cares. He's he's dead. Yeah. So she kind of escapes that little room and sees Chop Top, Sawyer, and Leatherface at work. Cut back to Lefty just going through all the shit. Bringing down. it all down. Yep. And that's when he sees... uh. A wheelchair with a skeleton in it. And if you had watched the first movie, which I probably should have had you do, that is Franklin. That's more his nephew. You know? Okay. His nephew. Okay. Which I don't know why they transferred that body from South Texas to Northern Texas where this takes yeah. place. Mm -hmm. I've actually driven through the area where this takes place on purpose okay. because okay. it takes place. And I was going that way. Nice. But yeah, you think they would have kept that body back down in South Texas? Seems like a hassle to carry a cripple body and wheelchair all yeah. the way to your new like home in Battleland, Texas. It's, it's got sentimental value, though. I mean, it's a story-driven <laughs> thing. That's the only reason yeah. they did it. Yeah. Um, Stretch is trying to sneak past all all them, trying to figure out a way to get out of there. This this is like well underground at this point. I don't know if we mentioned that, but. Tunnels mm -hmm. and levels and shit. It's like a so. bunker. Yeah. Um, this reminded me. Of, did you ever? You played Red Dead Two, right? Not all the way. Not all can, the way. I've been fucking around with it, but okay. There's yeah. there's a part on the map where you can go into like a, a mining system or whatever, and there's like cannibals that live at the bottom of it. And I wonder if oh, it's no. very so this is straight, straight up this, yeah. So yeah, um, for anybody that has played that, they might know what I'm talking about. There's so much to do in that game. Anyways, cut back to her trying to escape. She ends up running into Leatherface again. Um, well, she was going one way down a hallway, and she sees yeah. like chainsaw noise and stuff, and she's like, "Okay, I'm going to run away from that because that's clearly Leatherface." But it, it cuts over to it, and you see that it's Lefty bringing it down. Mm -hmm. That's what he does: bring shit down. <laughs> Yep. Send them all to hell. So she runs the other way and gets captured by Leatherface. Yep. And Chop Top and Sawyer arrive and they 
Finish her. Come on, Leatherface. Finish her. Finish that bitch. <laughs> Kill that bitch. They say that a lot. Yeah. So they take her and tie her up again, but this time at the dinner table. Yeah. Which is another trope in uh, the Texas Chainsaw franchise is the dinner table scene. Just about every movie has a good dinner table scene. Yeah. The, the worst one being Next Generation. I might make you watch that, but I don't even want to watch it again. So I feel like it's, it's a way to make them seem normal. That, oh, they still all sit down for dinner. Well, it's... that's because it's all about family. <laughs> and it is. Um, that's why these guys have the one-up on the Velcavania family. Yeah. Even though, you know, their son wears a mask and the other one has a metal plate that he picks scabs off of and eats they still let him in the house and they all live together yeah. and do dinner together like a righteous fucking christian family yes <laughs> including with grandpa they bring out grandpa who i thought he was dead at first no he's just 137 years yeah. old <laughs> they bring her over to grandpa and they well, give, they give a- like the whole sawyer family history of why they're fucked up that's pretty okay. much because grandpa was, you know, a butcher. They slaughtered cows and shit, and then everything went on automatic, and they put them out of business, but they had to still get meat from somewhere, so they got the meat from somewhere. Oh, okay. Traveling hippies, jugglers, you know. Nice. Just like uh, Motel Hell. Just like a lot of movies, yeah. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, I was actually referencing uh, what Hot Fuzz filthy jugglers oh yeah <laughs> um they bring her over to grandpa they give grandpa a hammer and tell him to you know finish her off but because he's a one hitter yep always has been he's quick but, uh, grandpa always hits him once kills him last he's also as you said 137 years old you yep. can't really <laughs> swing a hammer too much anymore he does manage to, to hit her a couple times all right yeah, he definitely gets a few good whacks on her. Not enough to kill her, obviously, no. but just fucking. And at this point, it's Lefty to the rescue. Enter Lefty, bringing in the sheep. Yeah. A religious yeah. song he's singing as he walks in. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that was a religious song. Okay. I think so. It's, all about, it's Texas, know. must be. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my next note is Sawyer gets it in the ass. Oh, he gets it hard in the ass. <laughs> he takes the chainsaw right up the fucking crack of the ass. Right up the old stink chute. Fucking. And then uh, we have like kind of two fights going on after this. He kind of frees her, and it's I have written down Lefty versus Leatherface, and then Chop Top versus Stretch. Yep. And the lefty at this will... point, lefty is like full on Lord of the Harvest. Yeah, he literally calls himself, "I am the Lord of the Harvest, <laughs> and I am here to <laughs> kill evil." Which chainsaw fight? I that mean, you can never awesome. go wrong with a fucking chainsaw fight. Yeah, that was awesome. Especially how that ends with uh, Leatherface getting it. Oh, he gets it in the gut and still Just, keeps fighting though. Yeah, like a fucking beast. Yeah, he's a champ. But excellent gore there, too. Yeah. More credit to Savini. 
Um, but then we got uh, Sawyer under the table bitching about how the small businessman always taking it in the ass. Literally. <laughs> he pretty much knows he's going to die from his wounds. Yep. So he looks for nubbins, which is the zombie. Mm. They're not zombie. It's just a corpse. They, so ironically and, is the... What? Go ahead. No, you go ahead. You, you, you might say the same thing I'm about to. Oh. Uh, the corpse... I've lost my train of thought now. <laughs> the corpse was uh, the hitchhiker from the first movie. Yep. Which is... Uh, he is technically the twin brother of Bill Mosley. He's chopped up. Yep. So he dies in that movie, but his corpse is apparently still around. Yep. <laughs> and his corpse has a grenade. Yep. The so. old fuck you, Charlie, is what he called it. Yep. The old last resort. I then have Grandpa starts a little chain reaction um he like gosh. fell over and started something and yeah because that made leatherface fall over and the chainsaw went down and then through the table into drayden sawyer yeah. mm -hmm. who fucking pulled the pin on the grenade kind of dropped that shit and that kind of ends that whole situation as far yeah. as we know so uh we have to cut over to chop top chasing stretch uh, they yep. get outside. There's a big like tube that leads outside. Good chase scene up that. She's kicking him and fighting him off. I love how he had the razor blade like hooked to his wrist, so yeah. he'd never drop it. Smart. I thought that was really <laughs> smart. Yeah, for someone who has a metal plate that clearly is mentally disabled. Yes, <laughs> he was uh, had some good ideas there. But Just, they get up uh, to the top, and that's where we. What I was gonna say. This is where we meet, as you were alluding to, Grandma. Grandma, yeah. Who's just a corpse, chill, chilling in a chair. With, Was she uh, a chainsaw. corpse though? Because I thought she moved a little. She might have, but I'm pretty sure she was fucking just corpse. Because, yeah, she definitely looked like it. But yeah, um, Chop Top gets a good few slices on Stretch though. Oh, yeah. As she started I mean, when to... they're climbing the ladder first and then, you know, up top. But I love the one scene where he slits his own fucking throat like four times. Yeah. I'm like, that's just so draws funny. a razor across. And it's like death eating a cracker. Yeah. I don't know if that's supposed to mean something, <laughs> but I want that quote out of t shirt <laughs> with like <laughs> a picture of a throat being slit. I don't know why. And uh, she finally gets this chainsaw that's up there started and just. Takes it to him. Guts him. Yep. And kicks yeah, him like off. Fucking hog. At this point, she's basically at the top of Texas Battleland. Yeah. And uh, then we zoom out. We see her doing a little chainsaw wiggle. Yep. And credits. A little dance. Yeah. I love it that she goes in like straight psycho mode, like at the very end. Yeah. For no reason whatsoever. <laughs> she just survived hell, but like. I mean, when you survive something that bad, do you just like kind of lose it? And, you know, I'm going to dance with a chainsaw. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think you're either going to break down crying and trembling or you're just going to fucking give into the madness. It's one of two things. And she gives into the madness. So. Ex Leatherface. Yeah. Now she's the good one. Yep. And then we get All credits. Right. And yeah. before we get to our reviews, I just have to say something about the credits. Um, I was looking at the credits 
the last four credited actors, their first names sound like an amazing bluegrass band. And they are okay. You ready? They are Kinky, Wirt, Kinky, Wirt, Dan, and Joe Bob. <laughs> Kinky, Dan, Wirt, and Joe Bob. <laughs> Come on down, July 16th. We'll be doing a hoot nanny down in the fucking. I saw them and I was like, no fucking way are those those guys' names. <laughs> I'm like, but they are. I mean, that's Kinky Friedman and fucking Joe Bob Briggs. Yep. And yeah. Wirt something, but yeah, I'm like, it wouldn't be yeah. a Texas movie if there wasn't somebody named Joe Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Joe Bob. You know who Joe Bob Briggs is, though, right? Nah, no. Really? Oh, fuck. He, for the longest time, and I still think he's doing it now. He's just restarted. He would do a classic horror drive-in movie theater. Like uh, Elvira used to do them back in the day. Or, oh, okay. You know, USA Up All Night. He was actually part of USA Up All Night for a while. Oh, okay. With Joe Bob Briggs. And you show you a horror movie and fucking, yeah, he's a classic horror icon. Oh, did not know that. Okay. Yeah, you should look it up. I watch it on the shows. Okay. Yeah, on on IMDb, he goes by a different name. But yeah, I see what you're talking about here. The Last Drive-In with Joe Bob Briggs. Okay. That's what he does now, I believe. TNT Monster Vision. Oh, yeah, Monster Vision. Okay. This shit I used to watch on the weekends when I was a kid. Nice. All right. So, yeah. Ready for the reviews? I, I believe it's up to you. All right. Start her off. All right. Um, first thing, got to <laughs> say, outstanding makeup and gore. All credit to Savini. Um, and his crew. Yes. Definitely what made this, you know, it's going to get the most points for me out of this is that um, this is very over the top acting gore, even for a B horror movie. It's some of the shit is just very over the top. Um, but it's just, it's kind of eh. like it's, I know it's a horror movie, but it's not really scary. It's just gory. It's and a comedy horror. Definitely. Yeah. So, um, and I was kind of disappointed. No boobies. I mean, yeah, I feel like you could have got away with it in this movie, especially right there at the end when Chop Top was slicing her up. Oh my god, something gonna pop out? Nah. So you wanted to see her tits hanging out while she danced on the top of the mountain at the end? Why not? <laughs> I mean, I agree. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I am gonna give this uh, four out of ten loogies. Four out of ten loogies. Nice. Uh, R.I.P. L.G. <laughs> you don't think it's worth watching? It's a four out of ten, but I am going to recommend it. Just, it's, and I know that sounds weird, but nah, I get it. spectacular about it. I feel, I feel, I know I haven't seen the first one, but I feel it's very different from that one. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, that's straight horror. This is same story but a lot more lighthearted and gory so, yeah but there's there's nothing spectacular that's gonna give it you know anything past that four rating for me so four four out of ten okay if it had tits you would have been a five yep <laughs> all right i'm a little bit different on the spectrum um i love the music 
and that's the first thing I look for in a movie. I don't know why, but the soundtrack and, you know, the absence of sound and, you know, when it's needed, when it's not, it all plays together really nice for me. And, you know, Oingo Boingo's in there. So you got to give that props. <laughs> it's right the off 80s. <laughs> uh, the story, it, it takes off from this first one. I mean, loosely, it definitely is the only one that's like a direct sequel. And it is directed by Toby Hooper, which, you know, that makes sense. It's a direct fucking sequel. So even though it's wacky and it's goofy, it's still, you know, I gave that a good chunk. This The story kind of follows in line. We had a new character. We, you know, resolve some old issues a little bit. And then another big thing for me was the nostalgia factor. I've watched this movie so many fucking times. <laughs> it's there's you watch it as many times as I have and you start doing stuff, you know, like during the movie, it's almost like a Rocky horror feeling, sure. you know, you know, when you go to the theater, you do certain things at certain times. When I watch this movie with my, just myself or with other people, I, I point out things and I laugh at certain parts and I fucking, you know, dog will hunt, you know? Yeah. <laughs> It's that nostalgia that gets me in this one. And obviously the makeup and shit is fucking phenomenal. It's I, I love that classic practical effect that mm. always will always, always, I can't say always enough will be a huge part that plays into how I like a movie. Digital just doesn't do it for me. And if it does, that's great. You did an amazing job to make it look real enough to where I'm like, oh, wow, that's cool. But mm-hmm. this, even though campy and low not low budget but you know like that it yeah it's just i'm at a loss for words (laughs) i guess (laughs) so i am gonna drop in at a seven out of ten loogies on this one all right i definitely think it's a watch especially if you like the series the you're gonna like this one a lot better than you're gonna like say some of the newer ones that came out like 2022 this year are even last year, the year before, whatever the fuck they come out with new ones that are just kind of like, yeah, not, they don't have the comedy factor to it at all. Yeah. Which is fine. But I like a little laugh in my horror. I like a little, you know, mm-hmm. it's definitely worth a watch and I definitely suggest it. Yeah. So yeah, seven all out of right. 10. All right. Let's see what the critics say. IMDB gives it a 5.6 out of 10 and Rotten Tomatoes. It is a 48% tomato meter, 44% audience score. So, ouch. <laughs> yeah. Take that as you may, but uh, I think yeah. both of us here can honestly say it's not a terrible watch. No, especially, it's a great watch. especially with Halloween season coming up, you know, people just love to have movie marathons, horror movies. This no. is a perfect one for that, if you ask me. What better to have Chop Top, you know, mm-hmm. slicing up a back in his own throat mm-hmm. on the screen while you're giving candy to children that you don't know, which is weird. All right. And as always, I do have some bits of trivia here for you. Uh, Dennis Hopper, who played Lefty, thought this was the worst movie he'd ever been in. However, he would later say that same thing about Super Mario Brothers. So, yeah, and uh, I love Dennis Hopper. Yeah, I I saw this and I was like, how did he land in this movie? 
I mean, because he was pretty big star back then. Yeah, he did a lot of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I mean Easy Rider was back then, right? I mean, oh, 60s, that was 70s. 70s, 60s, 60, yeah. 70, But I mean, yeah. he's had his star power since then, so. Uh, Bill Mosley created a short film parody entitled The Texas Chainsaw Manicure, where he played a small role as a hitchhiker. He showed it to a screenwriter who was able to show it to Toby Hooper. Hooper loved it and kept Mosley in mind for a part should he ever make a sequel. When the time came to cast this movie, Mosley was contacted for the role of Chop Top. And it is well known that uh, Bill Mosley has said that Chop Top is his favorite character that he's ever played. I could definitely see it. Um, a fire erupted one night in the downtown Austin building where much of the movie took place. When firemen arrived, they found bodies and thought they'd stumbled upon the lair of a psychopathic murderer. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> and uh, the last one here, Caroline, Caroline Williams, who played Stretch, wanted to make a strong impression at her audition. When she was called in, she went to the end of the hallway and ran screaming into the room where she pulled Toby Hooper and uh, Kit Carson out of their seats and used the chairs to barricade the door before she began her scene. Which is fucking genius, you know? Yeah. Show them you know what you're doing when it comes to being that character. Yeah. I I, I think at that point it was kind of, the rest of y'all can go home. We're going with her. You know? Yeah, you know? So. so we found her. She's going to be the one. Yeah. Also, uh, you didn't mention that uh, for our Primus fans out there, which I'm sure there are plenty of Primus fans out there, I know I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did sample Dog Will Hunt for Jerry, Jerry was a Rooster Rooster Driver. Yep. I did see that one. In also, the very so. beginning of that song. Dog Will Hunt. <laughs> All right. Any last thoughts on this for today? Um, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I'm happy I'm, we did this. I am glad we finally got to it, too, as well. This was, I think, the last movie we we're supposed to do before we took our little break so yeah i heard several year hiatus yeah, it took four five years but hey we got to it <laughs> so. we call it the aaron had a girlfriend phase where yeah. we went off the air for yeah, a long time another shit happened so yeah yeah but um but yeah glad we got to it and can't wait till we uh get to our next one so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Why don't you give them uh, some deets? Yeah. Um, if you are enjoying the show, want to interact with us, drop us some recommendations. We're always down for recommendations. Love giving shout-outs. Um, hit us up on Instagram at mfabpodcast. Um, there's always our Gmail, mfabpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on our WordPress, Movies from A to B, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep, yep. And uh, on YouTube, movies from A to B. Yep. Which uh, I haven't uploaded anything besides the first three because I've been uh, doing other shit. Mm-hmm. So you know, maybe uh, start commenting and stuff, and uh, that'll get more attention. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. More feedback we get, more uh, more time I have to put into it. If they don't want to listen to us on YouTube, though, where else can they find us? And well, you can find us on Apple iTunes and Stitcher and, you know, most podcatchers will uh, pick up our show. Um, we are currently working on getting on Spotify and whatnot. 
for all of that way we're, you know full spectrum we want to be on everything so but uh if you are on any of those feel free to drop a five star review maybe please and <laughs> leave a comment doesn't have to be much you could say you know aaron's a tubby bitch or gavin's an idiot or both you know it it still plays into how we're seen if you're uh putting those comments in there we're seeing something and we're getting seen so we appreciate that aaron is a less tubby bitch though because aaron's dropped 50 pounds so aaron has dropped 50 pounds i'm still gonna call you a tubby bitch that's fine it's still there don't worry (laughs) all right well i think that should do it for us today um it's been fun as always thanks for listening and we will see you next time as always i'm aaron and i'm gavin see you later next time on the mfab podcast we hunt for the ultimate easter egg so until then that's a wrap cut well if there weren't so many retarded texans this wouldn't be an issue